0: The Blindly Switching Podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Blindly Switching podcast, episode four. I've got a bumper episode coming up for you today. We're gonna discuss an app called Blindo, which is something pretty wonderful. We're gonna look into email and demonstrate how it can work on Android using an app called Aquamail. But first, audio recording. So I've now been using Android for three weeks and I've been getting on all right. In the last episode, I explained that I was finding text input a little bit difficult. I've generally got the hang of that now. I found a setting in the keyboard uh, that allowed me to spread the keys out a little bit and that's helped quite a lot. So I'm really getting used to that now. Uh, So my concerns in that area really have reduced. As with everything, there's lots of things that uh, I really like about Android, but there are some areas that can be improved and we'll touch on some of those things as we move through today's podcast. One of the things that I really like about my Pixel 2 are the dual microphones. There's one at the top and one at the bottom. Considering how small they are, there are sort of little pinpricks on the edge of the phone. They they have a fantastic sound and because there's two of them, I can record in stereo. I'm using an app called Audio Recorder. I just found it on the Play Store. It was free. As an example, I thought I would play you this recording. It was recorded last week at a firework display my family and I went to. The fireworks were pretty loud and I'm quite impressed because it doesn't. Uh, there's no popping that I can hear on the recording. It didn't seem to be excessively loud so... Th- Clearly, there's some sort of built-in compression, but it's not over the top, so it's it's not a horrible sound. The stereo split, I really like. Some recordings you hear and it's the stereo split is, is just too, too wide. This doesn't have that at all. These are just the built-in microphones. There's no special hardware. I've not done any processing on the audio. I'm really quite impressed. Unfortunately, when I first got the audio recorder app, some of the buttons weren't labeled and this leads me on to the next thing I really like about Android, the ability to label buttons, but then also share those labels with others. Introducing Blindo. Despite of the dreadful name, this app is absolutely fantastic. It's an app that allows users to share reviews of how accessible a particular app is, but then also that you can upload label packs for unlabeled buttons and then other users can download them. You can list all of the apps that have been labeled or that have reviews, or you can filter it just to the apps that you have installed on your device. Brilliant, really easy to use. Having said that, creating the labels actually isn't that hard at all. So I've got an app on my phone which connects to my wife's car and I'm just going to show you how to label a button. So I'm on the app here and if I just flick through and I'm going to find a button that's unlabeled.
1: Skoda, last drive, six miles, locked. Fuel range, 343, me.
0: Okay, so that's nice. It's cool that I can see that on, on that sort of stuff. But there we go. Anyway, I know it's down in the uh, notifications area because I had a look earlier.
1: Vehicle, time manage destinations, notifications, row two, column one, okay,
0: double, double tap.
1: tap to activate notifications. Navigate up notifications, selected area, history, no data available, unlabeled button,
0: ah, right. double there tap to is. activate. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my, what's called your local context menu gesture, which is an up and right.
1: Talk back, alert local context menu, showing item one of one local context menu
0: okay flicking through here add label Add label. double
1: tap to activate talk back showing english uk qwerty keyboard editing label text edit box double tap and hold to long press
0: the question you would now ask is how would i know what that button is um so if i just do a flick left to have a look at the sort of the, the text area the title bar almost
1: enter the text to be used as a label for this element Internal view name: auto.connect. Hit Add underscore button.
0: Ah, ID Add. I'm gonna guess this is an Add button. Um, and uh, from there you sort of you can take a, a bit of a guess at what the label is. So I'm gonna call this Add. So I'm gonna.
1: To... Editing label text. Edit box. A Q A A D S D D D D.
0: And then just hit Enter.
1: Done. Add button. Notifications. English, UK, QWERTY, keyboard hidden, double tap to activate.
0: Okay. Right. So now if I go, I'm back now on my uh, screen that I was before. So if I look here,
1: no data available,
0: no data available. That that's because I haven't added any notifications. Now, if I flick, right, I'm now going to go to what was the unlabeled button. Add button. And it's now called double tap to button. activate. So very, very easy to label um, buttons that are unlabeled. I know that labeling buttons uh, on iOS is possible, but in the six years that I used an iPhone, I don't think I ever did it. It was just a bit too fiddly. One of the concerns before I moved to Android that I had was to do with off-the-shelf app accessibility. Now, what I mean by that is... How likely that an app I just download from the App Store or the Play Store is that it's just going to give me an element, you know, a a good chance that it will be accessible. And generally with iOS, there was a good chance, you know, not everything was perfect. It was a good probability that something in the app would be accessible. I was worried that the same wasn't going to be the same for TalkBack. From my experience so far, and okay, noted that I'm only three weeks in, generally stuff is pretty good. So I'm not looking for apps that are listed on Blindo or Inclusive Android, I'm just generally finding apps on the App Store and trying them out, and and it's pretty good. I'm generally finding the same sort of findings that I did find when I was on iOS. It's not perfect, and apps do have a different layout, and, and the, the apps are less consistently laid out on Android. Today's main discussion topic and demo is all about email. I'm quite a heavy user of email and I'm subscribed to a number of email lists. I also use email a lot in the audio game development that I do, so access to email is important for me. Due to the large amount of email that I get, being productive in the way that I manage my email is also very important. So I don't want to spend hours and hours sifting through email that I'm not particularly interested in. When I first started using my Pixel 2, I gave the Gmail app a try. This was installed as standard because obviously Gmail is Google's email. The Gmail app seemed perfectly accessible, it worked well with TalkBack, and it was able to access my email server that I accessed as part of my website, absolutely fine. However, after a couple of days I just found that it wasn't very productive, it just took me a long time to do everything, and there were just some things I couldn't get to work in a way that made sense in my head. One of the big problems that I found was when I organized my email by conversation. This is where emails with the same subject line are grouped into sort of a set of emails so that you can manage them as a complete group. Although I was able to tell Gmail to organize email by conversation, actually using those conversations, uh, getting into them and seeing the various messages within the conversation just seemed very flaky and really inconsistent. And it it just didn't work for me. Before recording this, I wanted to give uh, a fair chance for uh, the Gmail app. So I did ask on the ice free email list if uh, what people thought and whether they'd run into the same issue I had. And many people were seeing the same thing that I was seeing. Uh, But there were people that said they were able to use Conversation View in Gmail uh, without any problems. So it is possible. It just it just didn't work for me. There are so many email clients on the App Store that I, just, I wasn't sure which ones to try. On the Inclusive Android website, uh, they ran a poll last year of users' favourite email clients, and by far the favourite was something called Aquamail. This had also been recommended directly to me by a guy called Steve Nutt, who is a very competent Android user. Aquamail is absolutely brilliant. It's very, very customizable, it works exactly how I want it to work. I've played around with the settings uh, to the point that the only things that are displayed on the screen are the things that I care about, the, the, the options that I use. It was very, very easy to set up and from what I've heard, the developer is serious about keeping it accessible. I'm currently using the free version, which is limited to two accounts and is ad supported. The paid version isn't very expensive and I intend on getting that in the next few weeks. It works really well with TalkBack and if you're using a hardware keyboard, then there are a lot of hotkeys. I've been told that hitting the question mark on your hardware keyboard will bring up a context sensitive help and will list the hotkeys for that particular area. Right, let's get into it. I'm not going to demonstrate everything that Aquamail can do. That would be very boring and it would take forever. So I'm now on the main screen. And if I just flick right, just so that you can see what's here.
1: Aquamail out of list. Refresh all button. New message button.
0: This is the title bar that we're looking at here.
1: Search button. More options button, account, Nick domain, refreshed at today, 2145 in list eight items. 74 asterisk.
0: So the 74 tells you that in total, in all the folders in my uh, email, in my inbound email. So the various things in my inbox and, and various folders that I've got stuff sorted into, it tells me that there's 74 messages that are unread.
1: Refresh account button, folder, inbox, some new, 41 unread, 88 total messages. Double tap to activate, double tap and hold to long press.
0: So as you can see from here, I can see my accounts and I can see my folders. The more accounts I would have, the the longer this list gets. The other thing is it's a tree view. So um, the Nick domain account, which is what I'm on at the minute, is expanded. If I just double tap that, I could shrink that down and I could get to my next accounts uh, very, very quickly. I really like the way it summarizes the numbers here. The, the, the fact that it told me that I had so many unread and so many... Uh, out of a sort of a total number, I think that's a really uh, a really nice feature Here is the uh, the normal kind of access to sent and drafts and spam and all those sort of folders that you get What is nice is that you can hide some of the folders away there's an option here if I swipe through I'll find a, a more uh, a more folders option
1: folder inbox BCAB folder drafts one total messages folder sent 76 total messages folder deleted 30 other folders. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press.
0: If I double tap that button, I could get in to see other folders that are in on my server that I don't necessarily sync every time, uh, and it's really, really nice. You can you can very much customize this how you want to use it, and that's actually one of the big things about AquaMail. Everything or well, nearly everything is customizable. Uh, I use IMAP uh, to access my email server, and all of my IMAP folders synchronized absolutely fine. So that's that's good. So if I uh, go into my inbox, I will see a lot of emails from the i3 list. So if I scan here, go back up to inbox.
1: Folder, 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 inbox, some new, 41 unread, 88 total messages.
0: Again, double tap.
1: Conversation, four messages, unread, Peter Meyer, re, smart lens.
0: Okay, so um, it puts me straight away onto my message list. If if I uh, just sort of flick... Uh, right now you'll see see what what's going on and obviously as you heard there this has got a the first message that's in there is a conversation it tells me four messages and uh if i just keep flicking we'll show you um the next button is going to be uh, basically a tick box for how you select that set of messages
1: selector double tap to activate
0: so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to flick onto uh, an email that is not part of a conversation. Uh, and what it's going to do is it will tell you the information um, and then it will start reading just the, the top section of the message. Uh, this is very much like iOS. You can tell iOS to do this, but you can also do the same thing with that command. So let's show you that.
1: Unread. Paul Nimmo. Re. QWS list simple questions. 21.13. Hi, I'm a bit behind in email, so if this has already been answered, sorry about that. Which digital piano do you have? That would be my only hesitation in saying yes to everything here. All the rest I use QWS for frequently with your digital.
0: Okay, I'm just going to stop that talking. Um, so obviously you can tell without even going into the email, you can very quickly get an idea of of what's it, what's in it, and and it, it's very, very easy to use. Um, just probably worth saying, the gesture I use then to stop it talking is brilliant. Um, it took me a while to realise that you could do it. Um, and uh, there's a setting in TalkBack where you turn on the proximity sensor. So normally um, this, this is used to tell whether your phone is up to your ear or not. What, what you can do with TalkBack is is it's, my phone is just sitting on my lap. And, and if I want to stop it talking, I just hover my f- hand about an inch over the top and it just stops talking. It's, it's a great gesture. One of the actions I used on iOS email a lot was the actions rotor. So you'd switch the rotor into action mode and then you could swipe up and down to go to delete and reply and all that sort of stuff. Now, Android um, generally doesn't have the action rotor in the same way that we would understand it from an iOS point of view. Um, it does have action gestures, but they're not used as much. So the question would then obviously be, well, how do you access emails, things like deleting and replying and stuff. And actually the answer is you, 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 do it the same way a sighted person does. I don't particularly want to read that email. There's nothing I can add to that conversation that, that this, the chap has asked. So I'm now going to go here.
1: Selector double tap to activate. I'm
0: going to select it, which is like I say, this is a tick box
1: action mode. One message.
0: So that's now brought up a little bar on the top of the screen and it's called the action mode and it says that I've got one message that I've currently selected. So if I then swipe right again to the next email.
1: Conversation, two messages, unread, Sarah Alawami, re, unroll.me, 2112. No, not, I have heard of this app.
0: That's, uh, another, In fact, are you... that's another eyes-free thing. So I'm now, I'm, I'm, again, can't add an awful lot to that one. So I'm going to select
1: it. Selector, action mode, three messages. And then I can carry on and carry on, carry on like that. Conversation, five messages, unread, Judy Jones, re flashlight app recommendation, selector, action mode, eight messages.
0: Okay, and now now I've selected the emails that I want to get rid of because they're they're things that I can't add to. So I'm gonna use the flick up gesture, which takes you to the top of the the visible screen. uh, And that's an up then down quite quickly.
1: Navigate up, out of list.
0: So that's now. Double at the tap top. to
1: activate. Inbox. Nick Domain. Right. Refresh. New message button. Search button. More options button. Eight messages. Move to deleted button.
0: So this is Double my ac- tap
1: to activate.
0: This is the action bar I was talking about. As you can hear that I've got eight messages selected. And then the next button was delete. But I could also.
1: Mark read button. Mark with stars button. More options button.
0: And so Double on tap. and so forth. I'm going to hit delete.
1: Mark with mark. Move to deleted button.
0: As I said earlier, I quite like conversation views and being able to sort my email into conversation. So if I'd give you a demonstration of how that works. So I've now uh, moved my inbox down to a, a conversation uh, view that, uh, that I'm interested in. And it's one actually I started. So if I flick right to so you hear the summary.
1: Conversation, nine messages, unread, Judy Jones, re, email findings on Android, the 7th of November.
0: So what I'm going to do is I'm going to double tap that to open the uh, conversation view or expand it if you like.
1: Showing items 14 to 30 of 51.
0: Okay, and now I'm gonna swipe right. Selector. That would select- Double
1: tap to activate.
0: That would select everything, uh, all all nine messages in this conversation, but then if I go here.
1: Conversation item one of nine, unread Judy Jones re, email findings on Android 1044. I have used K9 Mail, Blue Mail, Outlook, and various stock email clients currently using Aquamail. Judy three dash original message
0: so that that's one particular, some uh, someone that replied to me about this.
1: Selector, um, conversation item two of nine, unread, Angela Delicator, re, email findings on Android, 10.02, I have used four email clients, Aquamail, Cane.
0: Right, so if I wanted to um, to read the email, uh, so to say the summary wasn't long enough, I could then double tap the email.
1: Re, email findings on Android.
0: So that's taken me, it's actually brought up the email in the window. If I just touch the middle of the screen
1: now i am using inbox and gmail i have used four email clients aquamail k9 mail inbox and gmail now i am using inbox and gmail because the only accounts i have are with gmail and these are, aquamail is fine but...
0: there you go so um obviously then you can get in and you can read the whole email so if i use the back gesture which is down and then left
1: unread jeffrey miller
0: i'm back to my uh, main inbox if i then swipe up and down to bring it back up to the visible top
1: Navigate up, inbox, Nick and domain, flick right. refresh button, new message button, new message. Showing English, UK QWERTY keyboard, editing to edit box, and new, put, double tap,
0: put me straight on my two box. So if I said, I was going to say, send something to my wife, so that's G, G,
1: G, E, E, full stop. N, M, M, show, sent with Aquamail for and five, Sent message body, editing, Gemma Adamson.
0: So what I did then was I just swiped, uh, touched around, uh, I guess it's a third of the way up, so two thirds of the way up. uh, And then I found Gemma Adamson. So that's my wife that I would send the email to. And then obviously you've got your normal things of subject and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, writing a message brings up a massive problem that I've come across. I am absolutely rubbish at spelling, it's a real good job you can't see my notes for this episode because you wouldn't be able to understand them. If I'm writing a fairly short email, then I will just use the on-screen keyboard and that works okay because the auto-correction kind of worked for me and, and that, that's okay. However, if I want to write a nice long email, then I will connect up a, uh, my hardware keyboard and I'll just type away. The problem that I've got is that I've not found a way to spell check an entire email once it's written. Talkback doesn't even give an indication when a word is misspelt, so the long and short of it is, my emails are really badly spelt. I don't like using dictation, and if I'm going to be honest, this isn't far off being a showstopper for me. The spell check issue is incredibly disappointing. Uh, I have tried Googling uh, solutions for this. I asked on the ice free list and unfortunately I've not found a good answer for this. I'm really hoping there is an answer out there and it's just something I've not found yet. So to summarize, accessing email is different between Android and iOS, but if you get the right app on Android, it's an absolute breeze. The lack of a spelljack is a real problem for me. So that's it for this time. Feel free to get in contact to discuss anything I've mentioned or to point out things that I may have missed or if you have suggestions or even if you just want to go, Hi Nick, I listened. Easiest way to get in touch is via the contact form at www.ndadamson.com Please leave a valid email address uh, because that's how I'll get back in contact with you or on Twitter at AdamsonFamily. If you've got any suggestions about the podcast or would like to hear something in particular, or an app or some kind of functionality that you'd like to find out how it's done on uh, Android, uh, please do get in touch, I'll give it a try. No guarantees I'll get it right. I think the next episode's gonna be on web browsing. So I will see you next time. Take care all, bye.